Welcome to Team Perry's Step Out of Line podcast, featuring co-hosts Perry and Lori Finkelstein. Together, they explore, meet, and share inspirational stories with guests who have made a positive impact in today's world. This podcast resonates with our hope to make this world a better place one step at a time through love, acceptance, and uplifting conversations. We're here with Kelly Midgley, who is now the CEO of Maggie Sotero Designs. And uh, we have to tell you, your gowns are beautiful. And we have a very good friend who's also Perry's physical therapist, who wore your gown to her wedding. Oh, wow. It was the first dress that she tried on and she didn't want to commit to it because who buys the first dress that you try on? And every store she went to, she went to four or five stores. She kept seeing the same dress and she kept saying, this is my dress. And she finally gave into it. She wore it. She was beautiful. And she told us now, just for the heck of it, she's going to put it on New Year's Eve and wear it because she must wear it again. And it was made the wedding. It was beautiful. And what she said she loved about it was that it was antique looking, but with a modern twist. Okay. So our question to you is, you come from a long line of designers. Uh, I believe your grandmother and your mother were in the Mm -hmm. business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Are in it and have taken it over. How do you keep it fresh after all these years? And what is the total amount of years that your company has been in business? Um... Gosh, my family has been in the wedding business, not necessarily Maggie Sotero, but it started back in Australia, where I'm from, um, with retail stores. And they had um, bridal retail stores in in every capital city there in Australia. Um, And gosh, that was, I'm going to age myself, but that was at least 40 years ago um that that started um and then 25 years ago um my mother actually um got into designing like herself so back in back in australia we had other designers gowns in the retail stores and then it just it just grew and grew and then finally my mother said i'm gonna um try try a few um dresses and 25 years ago that's how Maggie started it was just in a little little room off the main store there in Sydney um, with uh, a few seamstresses and my mother there and they came up with um, the Maggie dress the Maggie fit back in the very early times it was um, a corset I'm not sure if you've seen seen that but we have um, lace-up bodices And it started out with, you know, the bodice and the skirt being two separate pieces. Um, And then uh, that worked really, really well in the retail stores in Australia. And it worked so well, she took the risk to bring it worldwide and bring the headquarters here to the USA. And when did you realize, because I, I was reading somewhere also that you grew up in the car, you would talk about business. At dinners, you would talk. About, so it was always. It seems like oh, it surrounded you. This is what you grew up with. Yeah, this is yeah, this is what we grow up with. Yeah, we. 
um, like in the car. It was, you know, it was my grandmother lived with us. So it was my grandmother, my father, my mom, me, my sister, everywhere at the dinner table, um, on the way to church. I mean, everywhere it was always, you know, what are we going to do tomorrow? How are we going to handle this? And what about that? It was always um, about business. Um, and they talked about it around my sister and I all the time. And we felt great about giving our input as well. So um, definitely um, I've had it all my life and still still doing it now. <laughs> did, you, did you always want to go into the family business? Was there ever a point where you <laughs> say, I, I can't do this. I have to I want to be anything else. No. Oh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, it's, it's hard being in a family business, right? My, um, my mom and my grandma are very strong women, very, very strong women. Um, and I, I'm strong as well. Um, it's a very competitive type nature. I think we all have in, in my family. Um, and sometimes that's, that's difficult. You know, I even, I remember when I was about 14 years old saying, I can run this office better than, better than you can. Let me do it. <laughs> you know, just, just very, um, we're just very competitive. Um, we get along great, obviously, but, um, that's just, yeah, we're just strong, um, strong women and we're you know every every chance we get it's you know let's talk to each other let's let's see what we can do to improve let's um you know what are we going to do here what are we going to do there we're always continuing to um see what the next thing is as a strong woman and i think perry herself is very strong um <laughs> it's sometimes there's a there's a fine line between being aggressive and being strong and women maybe are perceived as being aggressive when really they're just doing what they have to do to mm -hmm. business uh mm -hmm. the fact that you're in a family business would you say that made it a little bit easier that you didn't butt up against um like being dominated by a male patriarchy in your business and you knew that it was possible for a woman to make it in the business and you had every right to it. I think maybe did that make it um, easier for you, that path? Yeah, probably. I mean, I never saw it any other way that I couldn't do it. And um, I probably haven't necessarily been in a situation where I wasn't able to do it. So um, definitely growing up in a business and having my my grandmother and my mother as my mentors and my examples um yeah they did it they they're still doing it right they're they're amazing um so i've never i've never felt that we couldn't do it um we're talking about stepping out of line and uh, we spoke to you earlier about how perry has stepped out of line in her life and pushed herself and people are amazed at what she can accomplish, but to her, she's just doing what she has to do. You know, she has muscular dystrophy, it doesn't stop her. She yeah. has a passion for helping out children with illnesses and cancer and, and her own issues have never stopped her. And she's always thinking of the next step. You know, if she has a setback, she always thinks, okay, what can I do now? 
can you tell us at any point in your life where you could think where you stepped out of line and um, how you approached it and whether it was a success or failure? Um, well, first of all, I mean, Perry, so strong and inspirational. My goodness. Um, you're definitely an inspiration to me and I'm, I'm so happy to, um, to meet you and to be interviewed by you. I think this is just amazing and I feel so privileged. Um, and I hope we can continue to, um, to continue our friendship, um, through this. Yeah. Um, for me, um, doing this interview is actually super intimidating for me. <laughs> Um, very intimidating, um, though you're making it very comfortable for me. Thank you. <laughs> um, so just showing up for me um, is stepping out of my boundaries a lot, especially in this type of situation. Um, you know, going into the unknown is is quite intimidating, right? My, my everyday life, you know, like I said, I've grown up in it. I know exactly what to do. Well, not all the time. But, you know, most of the time, 90% of the time, I know exactly what to do and what decisions to make and, you know, and how to do everything day to day. Um, and I am not, um, I don't like to be in front of people. Like, I, I don't like it. It scares me. Um, but since being CEO, this is um, really... Um, made me see that just showing up to situations like this, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm doing better than I thought I would. So this is, um, you know, obviously still growing, still learning, still navigating all of that. But um, I'm actually quite proud of myself for stepping, stepping up and doing it, even though it scares the you know what out of me. <laughs> you no, know, it, it's funny you say that. And I'll, I'll let you in on a secret. The reason why I was so happy to start doing interviews with Perry is because she is very shy mm. and you know, she's on a ventilator as you can see. And she yeah. has a hard time. Me both. <laughs> right? She has a hard time talking in public and mm -hmm. it's very nervous for her, nerve wracking for her. So when we started doing interviews, I knew that it would bring her out of her shell. Mm. And as the progression, as we've been doing, you know, I mentioned we're doing 40 something interviews. I see a change in her. I, I see that she sees, how great it is to be able to relate to everybody she finds something to relate to. Yeah. Um, you know, initially when you came on camera and I saw you wearing a beautiful floral top and I'm thinking, oh, this is so Perry. You know, like she can relate so well to people and I think she sees it. And I don't think she's intimidated anymore by speaking to somebody that she doesn't know because she knows, you know, like I always say, you know, Perry, what kind of questions do you want to ask? And we go over before the interview, this is what we should find out and this is what we should do. So. Yeah she her 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 uh importance in 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 advocating for herself i think will be inc increased she'll understand it better by knowing how she can verbalize and vocalize so i i totally get where you are and it's awesome yeah. because you know it's a weird thing you know like our first interviews we were like oh my god and now it's like okay you know we've spoken to some really really amazing people right Yes. Um, and it's, it's okay. And you just be yourself. And, and I especially think now, right, right. Connection. Correct. Like the connection, the human connection, mm -hmm. there's nothing like the human connection. I think um, 
somebody once told us the best thing, the best gift you can give somebody is time. So um, even if you didn't say a word and you go to wherever you have to go to represent as a CEO, the fact that you're giving yourself and the time and you're sitting there and people are like, there she is. I think even if you don't say a word, people are gonna love you just because you, you give the time you know, to them and that's really sweet. So you're doing awesome. Okay. Well, thank you. And I, I appreciate that because that um, that means a lot lot to me, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna keep that and <laughs> put that right here. Oh, that's great. So yeah. I wanna I wanna know about your the wedding dress designs. You know, I spoke about how you've been your company's been in business for many years and there's a mm -hmm. lot of competition out there and there's a lot of up and coming designers and and do you at Maggie Satera, do you have a certain look that you constantly saying this is our look and this is the brides who like a certain look, this is what they're gonna look at? Or are you constantly thinking of new ways and new new ways to invent the design? Um, always looking for new ways. Always, um, I mean, it's a balance, right? You don't want to be um, too avant-garde, you know. Otherwise, you're not reaching too many brides um, in what they like. Um, but always looking for that um, that next trend always you you have to keep on top of it otherwise you know you're going to be old in a matter of you know a year right? right if you don't don't keep going um so for our we've got three labels so we have um maggie satiro which is our core label mm -hmm. um and maggie satiro the name maggie satiro is actually my great grandmother's name Right, so all our labels within our company are family names, which is really special. It, it just makes it more real, right. I think. Um, so Maggie Sotero is our core label. It, um, it ranges from price from about $1,200 on up to about mm, $3,000. Um, so caters to most brides right. out there. Um, and for our Maggie label, we um, look to, I would say, you know, my mother always said, you know, you need to reach 80% of the brides out there, you know, with, with our look. So we, um, we keep it very trendy. We keep it very current. Um, we um, keep it light and airy you know that's definitely one of the trends is to be light and airy you know when maggie started 25 years ago our dresses you know you you could have a do a workout with our dresses they were so heavy right. um, so there's been a lot of evolution obviously um in the last 25 years and today's bride likes it very comfortable um, lights likes it very light and airy um, and that fit is number one and so. there are many different sizes I know I got married 30 years ago and I remember feeling when I tried on my wedding dress and they had to use these big clamping pins on the back of me because my fat was overflowing or I felt <laughs> like that and it was just like so humiliating I just wanted to be done with it right away you know just like get out of this store I didn't feel like beautiful, but I think today's bride, you as a, as a CEO realize that brides are not one size. We're all mm -hmm. not size zeros and twos and you have to fit the normal woman, an average woman, you know, like now 
you can't you can't cater to the tiny little model. And mm-hmm. I think that that trend, the fact that you can adjust to a normal woman, what a, you know, all different shapes, all different sizes. I think that's really key. Uh, yeah. In, in designing for regular normal people and not just supermodels. So, you know, that, that's appreciated. Believe me, keep doing what you're doing. Well, latest campaign um, I'm very, very excited about. We actually used um, models that were, you know, a size six, which is, you know, seems to be the norm in the industry. But we went out of the norm and we have size 14s, we have size 18s, um, super, super diverse this, um, this season with our campaign and our imagery. Um, and I'm so excited because it's um, showing all brides, right? What they can look like, not just these size twos and fours and sixes, showing all brides and um, they look wonderful. I'm I'm super excited about it. And also little girls growing up who are looking at, at magazine pictures and, and looking at these shows that are on TV and they see a bride who, you know, looks like them or, you know, looks mm-hmm. like what they might look like or what their mother looks like is so much more realistic. Yes. Than just seeing somebody who is is perfect. Mm-hmm. I know Perry. Um, you know she's in a wheelchair, and when now I think in some companies they have wheelchair bound models. You know, and models who are in walkers, and and every time we see that, I hope one day it won't be something that we have to point out and scream. Oh my God, did you see that? It'll just be the norm. Like, mm-hmm. oh look, look at this. Look, at, it'll just be so normal. So yes all shapes, all sizes from all, you know, different worlds. I think it's great that you represent a bride who is everything and not just, you know, mm-hmm. one thing. So that I think is pretty awesome. Um, oh, we'd, we'd love to dress you, Perry. Oh, she would love to be dressed. I love it. <laughs> Where do you see yourself five years from now, business-wise? Um, where do you see the company? You see it growing? Are you happy to be where you are and just keep getting, you know, better do you see yourself branching out into anything else um definitely don't see ourselves branching out into anything else as of today um that's as of today i mean obviously we all know in 2020 things have changed a lot (laughs) um and and decisions need to get changed um as well along the way um but we yes of course we want to we want to reach even more brides we want more Maggie Midgley and Rebecca Brides out there. So always looking to see what we can do to get um, bigger and better and um, be able to do that. 